You know, if you're honest, there are times when you feel inadequate as a parent. And, you know, we try so hard, but we so rarely get it really, really right. Those moments when we kind of swing and miss, uh, they leave us feeling guilty and ashamed. That's also, however, the very uh, time when God wants to meet with us and give us some hope. I'm John Fuller with Dr. Danny Huerta. He's our Vice President of Parenting here at Focus on the Family. And we're going to hear a conversation now that Jim Daly and I had with parenting coach Mike Berry. If you're feeling like you've blown it one too many times as a mom or a dad, this is going to be encouraging to you. You know, Mike, so often we can go through these discussions and not get God's perspective. And I don't want to miss that in this case. You know, God created Adam and Eve. Uh, He obviously was the perfect parent, but he had imperfect children. Totally. And I often think about that. It it is a little humorous, and maybe God did it that way so that we might relax a little bit. Yeah. But in that context, what is God's view in the parenting role? How do you think he sees this? What does he want from us as sober-minded, thinking followers of Christ? What is he saying to our heart about being a parent? You know, I had a person say to us uh, a couple of, say to me a couple, many, many years ago, you know, when I was struggling as a young parent, you know, well, look at the Bible for your example. And my response was, really? Because the families in the Bible were a mess. You know, if you think about the parents in the Bible, it's like they were broken mistake-ridden human beings. But what I love about the story of Noah and Abraham and Mary and Joseph and all of these parents we see uh, that we now refer to as the pillars of faith, David, you know, all of them, is that God still used them in powerful ways, even in the midst of their mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I think what, if God could speak to us audibly as parents, I think what he would say is, is I am still using you even through your mistakes. You well, know, the it, irony is he uses all of that in the shaping of that person right. for his mission ahead of them. Right. You know, those. Right. Yeah, look at yourself yeah. and the, the poor relationship you had with your father. Totally. I mean, it turned yeah. you toward uh, being a parenting coach. If it you think did. about it. And I, you know, my dad, you know, we talked earlier about that redemption. My dad, going about seven years ago, heard me speak publicly for the first time in a church I was serving with, and later on after that was over, you know, I I never know what my dad's thinking about those kind of things um, because he's not a person of faith. And but he came up to me and he said, the whole time you were you were giving that sermon, I kept thinking, that's my son up there, and I am so proud of him. Mm. And that was that coming full circle, you know. And I think that God looks at us like that. Um, the idea of grace is that you get back up and you keep moving forward. You keep even getting with up, the mistakes. even with the mistakes, yeah. even with the limp. Right? You know, we talk about being foster parents and adoptive parents. One of the greatest forms of solidarity is when you realize that I'm not limping alone. That there are other parents, and this is parenting in general. I struggle through this. Right? Uh, my kid did this, and you feel like I'm a failure as a parent. I'm the only one who has a kid that has screwed up like that. And then I sit across the table from somebody who says, yeah, I, I'm dealing with the same thing. It doesn't fix our problems, but there's solidarity in knowing that I don't Absolutely, limp alone. Yeah. And I think that God wants us to know that when it comes to grace, that mm-hmm. you, aren't, you aren't limping alone. I'm with you. I am for you, and I'm walking with you. Mike, yeah. in that context, the last question is really, um, I messed up. You know, my kid's 18, 19, 25, whatever it might be. 
It's never too late. We always talk about that. But what do I do as a dad or as a mom who was that commander or that instructor or the BFF um, or the dreamer? What can I do to correct the relationship? How do I go about it? You know, I'm a big believer in owning our mistakes. And you you mentioned earlier self-awareness when we become aware of our mistakes. But I think that ownership goes a long way when we can look at another human being and say, I messed up and it's nobody else's fault but mine. I own this. I'm sorry. I love you. And I, I want to have a good relationship with you. But the beauty of it is that, you know, my dad he took steps to repair our relationship and I took steps to repair what I needed to repair. And I think that that's really what parents need to do. Own it, seek forgiveness, move forward. And it's so good. Well, Danny, this is such an important topic and I wonder how you've seen God's grace uh, reach in and restore a relationship when it seemed like there's no way, nothing's going to change. Like lightning came out, and then there was uh, yeah. a breaking of the clouds, yeah. John, and, in the middle and, of an and office the, and session. And the child was obedient forevermore. <laughs> right. It always ends that way, you yeah. know? I mean, that, so Do you we, know anybody, by the way, do you know anybody where it's ended that way for any length of time? Where it's, it, it's landed well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen it happen. In the counseling sessions, it's amazing when you bring God at the center of that the incredible, miraculous things that happen in people's relationships and the momentum that creates down the line for them. Not always perfect, but relationally and spiritually, you begin to see a transformation that only God can do. Mm. Now, there's three words that I'd like to, to review with, with parents, and that is repair, which is to bring back together, to restore, which means to bring back to use, mm. and to reconcile, to rebalance. So think about those words when you're thinking about you as a parent uh, reconciling and uh, mending something that has not gone well, that's been very messy. What that means, you're bringing something that has been broken back together, which is Jesus' entire ministry. Jesus gives us the reconciliation through the cross. Now, I remember this teen that said, if my dad comes to this session at any time, I will kill him. I do not ever want to see him. And this wasn't hyperbole. Again. This was a this genuinely was deeply felt hatred. Yeah, and this guy had wow. the means. I mean, he was a uh, 17-year-old, big guy, um, had access to guns, the whole thing, right? And he said, I never, he was never in my life. I never want to see him. Hmm. And the question had risen as to whether or not he would be willing to allow his dad to come to a counseling session. Yeah, well, I guess you got your answer on that, huh? And his dad said... I'm willing to take the risk. Hmm. I need to repair this. And if it means taking my life, oh, well, so be it. He said, I messed up completely, and I need to talk to my son about that. Hmm. And so I said, all right, are you guys ready for this? So I had to make sure that he had no firearms with him. I had to make sure that uh, everything was safe in order to allow and and let this dad come. He, He drove, and he knew, I may say, you can't come. And I gave him the green light, and the dad came in. I did not know what to expect. The son, in that moment, had said, you need to be prepared. You are going to meet your dad, and I need you not to hurt him. This needs to be a moment where you let your dad try to reconnect. And so we had that moment Mm. together with them. I was in between them for a while. You could see the tension. You could feel it. But the dad came in with a humble heart. 
and you could tell that he, he, he was not wanting to defend anything. And the son saw that, and it softened his heart. Mm. And we, I prayed tremendously sure before that session. Yeah. And then the son said, yeah, it's okay if you step out for a little bit. I want to reconnect with my dad. And so I stepped out. I had planned on no session after that, knowing that hopefully this was going to go well and the dad and the son could have some yeah. time together. They ended up spending time together from there forward, uh, weeks and weeks of re- reconnecting and reconciling. God did amazing work in mm. a place where it was impossible. Well, that should bring encouragement, not false hope. I mean, that's, that's not always going to happen, but if you think it's impossible, it actually might be when God wants to step in. That's how we open this show, and I'm going to just say it again. When it feels impossible, that might be when God wants to do the repairing, the restoring, and the reconciliation. Well, I hope uh, Danny's insights have been of help to you, and I trust that our conversation earlier with Mike Berry, uh, based on his book, Winning the Heart of Your Child, was uh, inspiring to you. We do have copies of that book here. Uh, We'll ask that you make a donation, either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift of any amount, and we'll send that book to you. By the way, uh, we do have counselors here, too. Danny just um, told a pretty dramatic story. Uh, if you're just wondering, who do I talk to? Uh, how do I find a counselor like Danny? Uh, contact us. We can help you with our network of over a 1,000 trusted counselors across the country. Also, take a look at some of the resources Danny's team has put together. We've got all of the details about all of this online. Uh, the links are in the episode notes. Next time, we'll hear from Crystal Payne, and I really appreciated uh, her ability to overcome perfectionism as a mom. I think you'll find it fascinating to hear. On behalf of Danny and the entire team, thanks for joining us today. I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.